welcome to the SK Strength Show, where I try to help you make sense of all things health, fitness, and performance. This podcast is for people who want their exercise and nutrition choices to enhance their life, not consume it. If you're looking for coaching, then you can inquire through the link in the description or by heading to SK Strength on either Facebook or Instagram. So, hope you enjoy this episode and we'll get right into it. Hello everybody and welcome to the first SK Strength Show episode of 2024. I've had a bit of a hiatus um, for a number of reasons, um, not least because I've just not really wanted to do one of these for the past couple of weeks or three weeks, wherever, oh god, <laughs> maybe four weeks actually. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of making do with what I can do today because we've got like no internet in the room that I'm in. So rather than being able to physically record myself doing this, I'm just recording my voice, which I don't know why I'm telling you because it doesn't really matter for, for your purposes. But anyway, what I'm going to talk about today is essentially my top tips for making 2024 your healthiest year yet. So I essentially want to give you some very practical things that you can do this year and what you should focus on and completely ignore everything else because there's tons of what's the word uh bullshit that goes wrong <laughs> this time of year with regards to health and fitness exercise nutrition all of that there's all sorts of terrible diets and methods and messages being put out there so i want you to get some good advice that you should actually listen to from somebody that you know and trust and love like me obviously and there's obviously you know you've got things coming from all angles you've got people pushing like detoxes and like toning exercises and all of this terrible advice um and all of that niche sounding sort of stuff does not matter even for the top one percent of people being consistent with exercise i would argue most of it is barely helping them it just feels like it's doing something um most people basically everybody listening to this doesn't need or don't need to focus on anything other than a few very basic things and if you get these very basic things right for a long period of time you will be a very healthy individual um, without any other sort of complications if you get the basics right you very rarely need to make it any more complicated than that um, the more complicated stuff comes more from people's need to try and optimize everything and always want to be trying to like do better and stuff when actually the reality is that once you get a few things down so these main things are exercise obviously nutrition general activity which to be honest you could probably lump in with exercise but i think it's worth talking about separately sleep and life stress or just stress in general if you take care of those five things, you'll be 
completely sorted and you'll never need to make it any more complicated than that like i said um the only thing i've not um included in here is that um sorry i just got distracted by my phone let me turn that around um another massive massive thing with health is about social connection and making sure you have a lot of healthy strong social relationships whether that is friends family whatever it is um so that's kind of a separate issue i'm not going to spend this podcast telling you how to make some friends because quite frankly that's just not my job um maybe it could be my job maybe i could branch out and start um being a like a friend matchmaker or something um that sounds terrible i'm not going to do that right i'm going to go through those five things so get your notepad out or notepad (laughs) more likely get your notes app out on your phone and get ready to write some stuff down so exercise obviously all depends on your start point but for the purposes of all of these i'm just going to assume that you're starting from scratch and you've had a very lazy december where you've not been eating great sleeping great and you've been stressing out all the time so i'm going to assume you're starting from zero if you're not obviously adjust it to suit you i would aim to start off with two exercise sessions a week so i'm not going to sit on the fence here telling you exactly what you should do if you need to start with one then fine but i think it's better for getting into a routine to have that extra frequency like if you're doing something once a week it's um there's just so much time in between them i think if you can get in I'd rather you did two 30 minute sessions than one one hour session, if I'm honest, um, in terms of getting yourself into that routine. I would focus primarily on lifting weights first, or if you have a method of exercise you already know that you like, then do that um, or do that as well as lifting weights. Um, Lifting weights is obviously my preference. I think there's so many benefits that come with it that you're not necessarily gonna get with other things and also, it's something that people that don't generally like exercise um, seem to be able to find some enjoyment and satisfaction in um, as shown by the 80 or so people I have helped to start lifting weights. Um, just dropping a little uh, little brag in there. Um, but in all seriousness, I've trained so many people that have never ever liked exercise and got them lifting weights and now I can't get them out of the gym. So that is as much of a reason to focus on that to begin with as any of the health reasons, if I'm totally honest. Um, So two sessions a week, either some sort of weights or really anything. To be honest, don't really care what you do. Do something you like doing, something that you will be once you're comfortable doing it at least somewhat excited to go and do you want something that anything that you're going to find really really difficult and not enjoy as soon as you get the slightest bit of resistance you're going to stop doing it and that is just human nature unfortunately um we can't we don't stick with stuff that we don't like doing um (laughs) apart from uh working because you literally have to to stay alive and have a roof over your head but that's not the case here um and 
oh god what was i going to say so right you've got your plan of doing two sessions of something a week don't try to be a hero on your first week even your first month even your first few months you're not going to get quicker results by pushing yourself harder and harder at the very start in the gym um because actually in those first sessions you're not going to do a ton you're not going to adapt a ton more by absolutely wrecking yourself actually it might even negatively impact you if you're doing so much that you can barely walk the next day you're then just going to be less active in general and actually it's probably not going to be a good thing so but that in itself is a good thing because it means that you don't have to push yourself ridiculously hard and have sessions where you leave the gym feeling awful you can just go in get your bearings and have obviously we need to work hard at some point but have a fairly gentle session and ease yourself into it like i say there's no prizes for how much you lift on your first session in the gym in fact there's not even any prizes for how much you lift at any point in the gym which i know is is kind of ridiculous because i feel like i would have got some prizes by now The quickest results come from doing something that you can sustain for a long time without giving it up. Patience is the key. The specifics of what you do don't matter as much as getting it done, which is why I said I don't actually care what exercise you do. What I care is that you continue doing it for the next year. So pick any program you want, any exercises you want, any mode of exercise you want, and Do it, stick to it, go with it for at least 30 days before you try to change things up because you're not getting the results or you decide you don't like it or whatever it is. So start there, pick something, don't think too much about it. If you think too much about it, you'll start going, oh, is this the right thing? Oh, I don't know. And then you won't do it. Pick something, do it, 30 days, come back to me. Okay, nutrition. Three things that matter the most, Um, fruit and veg count, calories and protein if you get those three things right um you will never really need to focus on anything else in terms of getting yourself at a healthy weight having yourself feeling good and having yourself able to adapt to the training that you get yourself to do so when i say calories you're probably thinking, oh, it means that I need to count calories and I need to make sure I restrict my calories and not eat a lot. That is absolutely not what I'm saying at all. All I'm saying is that your calorie number needs to be in line with what your goals are. If your goal is to lose weight, you need to eat less calories than you take in. <laughs> eat less eat less calories than you expend. It's as simple as that. doesn't really matter how you do it. doesn't matter if you count them. doesn't matter if you... Um, focus on certain guidelines that lead you to eating less calories doesn't matter if you use you know you are someone that drinks a lot of like full sugar coke and you just decide to switch to diet and that puts you in a calorie deficit cool doesn't matter um and then if you want to maintain your weight you don't necessarily want to lose weight you need to just be eating roughly what you expend and if you want to gain weight maybe you're trying to put on a bit of muscle you need to eat a bit more so eat in line with your goals. Um, I would aim to get three meals per day with 20 to 30 grams of protein and one to two servings of fruit and veg. 
if you've got no structure to your diet, start there and you can adapt it as you need to go. If you need a little bit of a snack, make sure you get a high protein snack and some fruit. Good shout is a banana and a protein yogurt. Can't go wrong. If you need more flexibility with your evening meal, then try to really nail your breakfast, your snack and your lunch in terms of protein, fruit and veg. So that even if you're going out for dinner or the kids want something that's not particularly in line with your goals, it doesn't matter too much because you've pretty much taken care of your nutritional goals already. Don't completely sacrifice foods you love or social occasions. And remember that your results are made up of what you do most of the time. Example, if you go out for two meals a week, that is two out of 22, 22, 21 meals for the week. And that's not including if you, you know, if we include snacks in that. So have a bit of perspective. Even if you pig out on those two meals, then if you've absolutely nailed those other 19 meals, you're going to be fine. And the social, not giving up food you love and social occasions and stuff, this links into what I was saying about maintaining healthy social relationships is very important for health as well. That is why we don't restrict you so much that you can't still go out and see your friends and take your family out because that is just as important as eating healthily. So we're not going to have you on a diet of chicken and broccoli so that you can't go out and have a meal with your family at the weekend because they want to go to Pizza Hut. It's just viewing health in a, a solely um, physical lens and not lending any importance to your mental health, which is really what you know the social side of things comes down to. It's taking care of your mental as well as your physical. But I'm not going to get into mental health too much because everyone talks about mental health all the time. And to be honest, it gets a bit boring. Um, <laughs> even if it is uh, something that we should talk about much. Talk about much? I'm going to pause this very quickly and have some of this cold coffee. Much better. Um, okay, so next one, generally. So this is how active you are during the day when not exercising. Obviously, the classic indicator of this is your step count. Um, so if you want yeah, no, I'm going to give you an actual number, I'm not just going to give you, right, I would aim for 5,000 steps a day as a minimum, and generally more is better. Um, the health benefits start to kind of plateau after about seven or 8,000 a day. Um, you will probably get like little bit sort of health benefits, but you're maximizing it pretty much after about 8K. Um, and again, long-term consistency here is the name of the game. It's better than smashing it one week and then barely moving the next. Um, obviously, this is one that is tough if you've got a very sedentary job, if you work in an office, that sort of thing. Um, so again, it's focusing on what you can do and not worrying about what you can't and if it's not quite as much as you'd like. So if getting in that 5,000 that I've said is if you're like, look, I honestly just don't have the time to get those steps in. I would question whether that is true or whether you're um, you're kind of feeding yourself this narrative that I just don't have any time. Because a lot of the time, 
we we fill our days and we fill our time with things that and this is not me going like oh don't watch netflix so that you can go out for a walk in the evening i'm definitely not saying that because that is so annoying but there's often little pockets of time during the day where we're not really doing a lot and we're kind of just milling about which is absolutely fine but if you're someone that wants to improve your health um particularly if you're that improving your health involves losing some fat then it's very hard to do that if you've got a really low step count it's just the way it is the higher your step count is the more leeway you have sort of calorie wise it means you can eat in a way that's a little even less restrictive um so but anyway even if you're somebody that you really do have big time and like work constraints you could try what we call exercise snacks so this is essentially splitting up very small bouts of exercise throughout your day so say you're in the office for eight hours you could every hour on the hour do one minute of as or do like a set of squats as like as many as you could do in a minute or you go out to the stairs and just run up and down them a couple like as many times as you can in a minute or two or something like that or and you know you would obviously have to flex this to what you can uh get away with slash feel comfortable doing um but there's tons of uh research coming out that this accumulative effect accumulative effect of small bouts of exercise is very very good for health and um fairly comparable to that same amount of exercise all done at once so you think in that example if you did two minutes of exercise every hour on the hour for an eight hour shift that is 16 extra minutes in one day so if you work five days a week doing that same thing that's an extra 80 minutes of exercise that you've done which is amazing because the guidelines which i don't have up but you know it's like something like 150 minutes of vigorous intensity or I can't remember what it is of the moderate intensity, but you've made a big dent there. And then if you do a couple of sessions on top of that, boom, you saw it. Um, so that's what you can do if you can't get a ton of steps in. But again, focus on what you can do, not what you can't, which I'm going to say again for this next one, sleep. You can see I'm trying to like rattle these off as quickly as I can because um don't want this to be too long. He says that, 18 and a half minutes in so sleep obvious recommendation is seven eight seven to eight hours a night um aiming for as consistent a sleep schedule as you can so again focus on what you can do because i'm sure you know out of the four of you that listen to this maybe one of you or two of you have kids or and have to you know get up early for work if kids and work make it near impossible for you to get seven to eight hours then just get as much as you can and try and make sure that that sleep that you get is good sleep so focus on having good what you call sleep hygiene so you know you're generally sleeping through the night because you've got a good sleep environment of you know rooms not too hot um this is a complete aside but get a uh, sunrise alarm clock absolute game changer 
um, if any sunrise alarm clock manufacturers are listening to this, um, actually, what would be the point of them sponsoring me? Because I've already got one. Uh, well, unless someone's got like a super high end one that's better than mine, that'd be pretty cool. Um, God, I really threw myself off there. Um, okay, right, let me get back on track. I'm going to veer on track real quick. So, the reason sleep's probably one of the most important, probably, I kind of want to say it's the most important out of the five of these because when you're sleep deprived, it makes everything harder. You think how much harder it is to go to the, you know, one of the biggest excuses people have about why they didn't go to the gym is that they were so tired after work or they're so tired in the morning that they need to stay in bed or whatever. Um, and then you think, how much harder is it to cook a good meal when you're tired compared to when you're full rested? Like, you know, you think about when's the most likely time for you to order a takeaway. It's like Friday night because you're at the end of a busy week or it's the day after having had a night out so you've not slept very well and you're hungover like you know when we're sleep deprived it just makes us like make slightly less healthy decisions than we normally would so if you're constantly underslept it's going to make everything really difficult um not only that but it also increases your hunger hormones so not just like how how it affects your decisions but physiologically it makes it so much more difficult for you to act in line with your values whether that is nutrition or whether that is exercise so yeah aim for seven to eight hours but if you can't get that get as much as you can and try and keep that sleep schedule as consistent as possible um don't drink caffeine too close to going to bed i would say don't drink it after midday um because the the amount that you need the amount that stays in your system um even when you drink if you drink like a very strong one in the morning is actually ridiculous um i saw a study came out that said that the actual recommendation should be extent like i think before people would say like six hours before bed don't have caffeine and then they were like this one was saying i think it was like eight or nine hours or something like that so just don't have any after midday you don't need it. That's why you are tired because you're stuck in this caffeine, no sleep cycle. Whereas if you can sort your sleep out, you don't need quite as much caffeine. Um, I feel like I'm being a bit like sassy on this one today, which is fine. It's getting me through it. It's, um, it's making it quite fun actually. Um, and then life stress. So this is one that, um, it's hard to, <laughs> to really, um, give much good advice uh, for controlling this one because obviously um, if you've got a job that stresses you out and all of that I'm not going to tell you to quit your job because that's really not my business um, and lots of this life stress stuff isn't really within your control but the how you respond to things is within your, your is within your control so if you can do things that generally kind of keep your mood and your stress in check, then that's a good start. So a few things for that. Um, I mean, all the stuff I've just spoken about helps with this. You know, if you're well slept, if you're active, if you're eating right, 
it will make it much more likely that you're not going to be feeling super stressed because when i say stress i don't just mean stress in the typical terms that people would say so it's not just about being like like stressed out but all of our stress goes you know to the same place we don't sort of compartmentalize it so training is a stress on the body dieting is a stress on the body being underslept is a stress on the body being generally active is a stress on the body so for us to do all of these extra things to keep ourselves healthy adds stress in a way but as we get adapted to it and it starts to to sort of work its magic it starts to help us deal with the rest of the stress in our life as well so back to the few things you can do to uh, keep stress in check so all the stuff that i've already been talking about but here's some other things get some sunlight just at any point in your day even if it's just you go out in the middle of the day um for stand outside for five minutes um just and time outside generally fresh air good stuff um, <laughs> do one thing every day that is just for you which is something that I think is very important. One thing every day that is not for, it's not for your health, it's not for uh, your kids, it's not for your friends, it's not for work, it's not for anything, it is just purely for you. Um, And this has kind of got me thinking of what is that thing for me? I'm gonna have to get back to that one, I think. Another one that I've been saying to people a lot recently, get up 15 minutes earlier than you currently do so that you aren't rushing in the morning because there's nothing more stressful than rushing through a morning. And yeah, I mean, I feel like that one's fairly self-explanatory. And getting up 15 minutes earlier is not going to significantly impact your sleep. So don't even come at me and say that I've just told you to get more sleep and now I'm telling you to get up earlier. Like, so I can feel you thinking that and wanting to message me that so don't you don't message me that because um actually do message me that because then i'll know if you've listened all this time through um so yeah get up 15 minutes earlier don't rush in the morning so if that means like getting up before the rest of the family do so you can um fill up your cup both figuratively and literally before everyone else does then awesome and like i was saying with the social stuff keep in regular contact with your community and those you love like your community i know that sounds kind of a bit shit but um your community can be anything it doesn't i don't necessarily mean your local community like you can have a community online you can have your community might be your circle of friends just keeping in contact with other people is good in general unless you're like a an uber introvert that never ever wants to see anybody in in which case isolate yourself don't speak to anyone um (laughs) actually even those people i feel like you should you should still speak to people um yeah that's everything i think i've done well to get through all five of those in less than half an hour um so those are some 
clear, practical things that you can do. I know it was interspersed with a lot of me just chatting shit. Um, but, you know, it would be really boring if I just listed out things to do and didn't add a bit of flair to the situation. Um, I think this one's, I think this one's been good, um, compared to the last few that I've done. I think I needed a couple of weeks off of it to, uh, yeah, to, to light the fire again. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you got this far, uh, shall I run through the tips right at the end? Mm, yeah, I'm going to do that. So short summary of what the tips are, two exercise sessions a week. Don't care what exercise it is, just pick something you like, do it twice a week, 30 days, see how it goes. Nutrition, eat three meals a day with two to th 20 to 30 grams of protein and one to two servings of fruit and veg, done. Don't give up the food that you love or social occasions to do so, just focus on doing, as doing that as often as you can, done. General activity. Get aim for five thousand steps a day. If you can do more, better. Um, anywhere between five and seven or eight thousand is great. Done. Sleep seven to eight hours a night. If you can't get that, get as much as you can and try and have as consistent a sleep schedule as possible. Life stress. Just do things for yourself to try to keep you less stressed and keep your stress in check including all of those other things that I've just said. Boom, done, easy. And keep in contact with people you love, sorted. Thank you for listening. If you got this far, make sure to subscribe for more content like this every week. And I actually mean that this time because I will do another next week. And I'll see you on the next one. If you're looking for coaching, links in the description. See ya.